Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and God, Amen. Uh, as you have heard in the reading of the Synaxarian, that today is the Paramoon. And I want to just say a brief word about the, the, the word Paramoon and what, what does it mean. There is many, the, it's, a Greek, it's coming from a Greek, Greek root, and it has different uh, meanings or different interpretation of the meaning of it. But in general, we can say it means continuing, persevering in fasting to be prepared for the feast. I'm trying to capture the different meanings presented for the world. So the, the church prepared a day for continuing in, and persevering in fasting for the preparation to receive the great feast of the nativity. And we have a paramount for the nativity feast, we have a paramount for the, the epiphany or theophany feast. Also, we, we celebrate it for three days because the feast comes on, on a Monday. The day, the paramoon should, we should fast more. So that's why we should read all the, the Agbeya until the 12th hour. We fast until late. But Sunday we cannot do that. Sunday we fast, but it's not a fast day of abstinence to, till late. We cannot do that on Sunday. We cannot do that also Sunday because it, the, the, the commemoration of the resurrection of Christ, we, we celebrate so we don't fast till late. Saturday because it, it is the memory of the commemoration of the, the first creation, the, the Sabbath, the, the rest of God, so we don't fast. So we get to Friday. That's when we, we, we fast till late and we, the, 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 in the liturgy, we pray the Agbeya until the twelfth hour, like the, the the Holy Fast, the Great Lent. That's why we celebrated the Paramount three days: Sunday, Saturday, and Friday. Uh, this happens only when when the feast on is on on Monday, like this year. Uh, concerning the readings, the readings for the Paramount definitely they are closely related to the Nativity, the Incarnation. Number two, they, they are repeated for the three days. We read the same readings. I wanna, uh, you're gonna listen to another sermon at night. So I'll, I'll, I just, I'll point out to two parts of, on the Pauline epistle and the Catholic epistle, which are very profound on telling us what are the blessings of the Nativity feast. Or the nativity of Christ, the, that Christ, or the incarnation of Christ, that He came to our world. From the Pauline epistle, from the epistle to the Galatians, He says the following. I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna give very tiny comments on, on the words, just to clarify. But when the fullness of the time had come, one, the fullness of time. What does it mean, the fullness of time? It's when the plan reached its climax, its pinnacle, the, the highest point. You know, in the, it is very known in the drama that any piece of drama, it has a climax. The very important point, the very important point of the history of humanity is the incarnation. And rightly and deservedly that 
the history is divided by the nativity of Christ. This year is hmm? 2019. What is 2019? 2019 years from the birth of Christ. So deservedly, this is the pinnacle of history, the climax of history, the fullness of time. So when the, the, the plan of salvation reached its highest point, Jesus came. Came as a human. But when the fullness of, of the time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman. Of a woman. He had to be born from a woman. Many of the true fathers meditated on that. If Eve was a cause of the fall in the beginning, she accepted the deceit of the serpent and she instigated her husband to, 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 to fall. But here we see Saint Mary as a new Eve to, to bring forth the new Adam, the second Adam. So if Eve or through Eve we fell through Saint Mary, we, we restored our, our salvation by the birth of, of the second Adam or the new Adam, uh, our Lord Jesus Christ. From a woman, born of a woman, born under the law. So he, he came and he obeyed all the commandments of the law. Even he accepted death, even he was, he wasn't a sinner, but he accepted all of that for our salvation. So, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law. We were under the law. We all under the law. We, who is not a sinner here? Is there anyone? Can anyone say I'm not a sinner? Don't think no one can say that. Hmm? Well, I think even if our life on earth is one day, we are sinners. We sin. So if we sin, we deserve death. So we are under, we are under the, the just judgment of the law to, to be dead, to be executed, to, to die. So what can we do? He came under the law to save us, redeem us who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. I mean, beyond our imagination. I think we are all excused not to be, to give attention and enough attention to such huge notions that we became sons and daughters of God. We became, we are adopted. We are adopted back. We were created after his, after his likeness and image. But then we fell. We distorted the image by our own will. But now, he came to grant us adoption. Can we, can you imagine that? Can you think of that? It's, I, I know, I, I think I have, I am the speaker, but I, I cannot fathom, I cannot understand the depth of, of, of this great gift that we became adopted. We are sons and daughters. So, so, if you are sons and daughters, and because we are, you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of His Son into your hearts. What is the seal? What is the stamp that we are sons and daughters? We have the Holy Spirit. We have the Holy Spirit. And because we have the Holy Spirit, uh, for the, the Holy Spirit of His Son, so the Spirit of His Son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. So because we have the Spirit of God, we can say, our Father who art in heaven. I, uh, I think I shared that story before. Some, a monk uh, shared this story that a, a Muslim woman 
went to visit the monastery. I mean, she, she didn't become Christian or something, but she had a good relationship with the monastery, so she went to visit the monastery. And he says, while I was speaking, naturally, he was saying, we are the children of God. She told him, stop. Don't say that. We are not children. We are servants. We cannot be children. That's a blasphemy. But we can say it. Actually, we say it every time. Every time we pray, we say, our Father who art in heaven. That's how we became the children of God. We became members of the body of Christ. We became adopted. And we have the seal, which is the Holy Spirit. A second part in the Catholic epistle. He says, In this, the love of God was manifested toward us. So, how can we say that God is loving us? Should, I, should He give me a good grade every day? Should He shield me from any tribulations? Should He uh, protect me from any uh, suffering? No. He suffered. This word is fallen. So how, how can we know that he loved, he loved us? In this, the love of God was manifested toward us. That God has sent His only begotten Son. So this celebration of the Nativity Feast is a celebration of the love of God to us. We celebrate the love of God to us. To the point that He sent His only begotten Son to save us. So in this, the love of God was manifested toward us. That God has sent His only begotten Son into the world that we might live through Him. That we might live not to die. He came for us to live not to die. He came to die for Himself. But through His death, He, grant, he granted us life. And this is love. Not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation of, for our sins. Number one. That we, our love to God is, it should be a natural reaction to His love. If we really understand, if we really um, comprehend, if we really try to at least approach the love of God, we, we, or we, to love Him, we, this, if we really understood how much He loved us. So our love, or the more we know that He loved us, the more our natural reaction will be that we love Him. So we love Him because He loved us first. He didn't say, you should love me, you should obey me. He, he deserved that because of the love He gave us. He gave us life, He created us after His likeness and image. And when we destroyed that, we, we distorted the image, we lost our lives. He came and saved us in a very humble way and in a very loving way. So what is propitiation? Propitiation is, means, it means that He took the death we deserve and, and He gave us life. He pleased God by His, His, he, Jesus Christ pleased His Father by giving His sacrifice to save us. No one, beloved, if God has so loved us, we also ought to love one another. So understanding nativity, will make us love God and because we love God we love one another regardless of this other is good or bad is loving us or not is deserve, deserve our love or doesn't we love others because God loved us while we don't deserve this love so I think 
we need to think of that. I mean, this is the feast of the love of God to us. That He came and saved us. And He He uh, showed and manifested his, the depth of His love that He came and, and died for us. And we love Him because of that. And we love one another. And we are children. We have the, the privilege of calling God Abba Father. May the blessing of this feast be with us all and, and help us to get into the mystery and the depth of, of this great gift of salvation and glory be to God forever. Virgin Mary and Joseph and-